0: Hey everyone at New Life. It's so good to touch base with you again. Kimberly and I bring you greetings from Calgary, Alberta where we've moved into our new home and we're settling in with our children and our grandchildren. In fact, our daughter is arriving in just a few weeks from Nova Scotia with her husband and then all of the Nettleton clan will be together. And we're gonna kind of see what happens after that. In the meantime, you might wanna know that I'm uh, doing transitional pastoring work at a small church called Good Tree Christian Fellowship close to the downtown core of Calgary and uh, really get uh, getting to know this young church full of young children and uh, young families and we're enjoying them very much. But we miss you, uh, we miss the island, we miss all of you and we're so thrilled to hear of the baptisms and of all that is going on uh, in your fellowship together. And so we'd love to see you again sometime soon and when we do, hopefully we can catch up with one another. Scott has asked me to bring Psalm 23 to you for the dailies, and it's a psalm that virtually everyone, Christian or non-Christian, has heard before, but let me read it for you before we get into some of the verses together, all right? I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and it says this, "'The Lord is my shepherd,' and that's a statement. "'The Lord is my shepherd, therefore, "'I have everything that I need.'" Isn't that beautiful? Because God is my shepherd, I have everything I need. And so as a sheep, David then describes what that everything is. He lets me rest in green meadows and he leads me beside peaceful streams. This beautiful picture of maybe an island picture in my mind, something that would happen on Vancouver Island. He renews my strength because I'm tired and I'm weary. And so the strength of the Lord is given back to me. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. And even when I walk through the darkest valley, other translations call it the valley of the shadow of even death. I will not be afraid, why? Because you are close beside me, God. Your rod and your shepherd's staff, they protect and they comfort me. Not only that, but you prepare a feast for me in the presence of even my enemies. And you honor me by anointing my head with oil and my cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever." You know, as I read this, I I wanna leave you with a couple of thoughts. And the first thought, we we have to start here, uh, is that when we see the Lord as our shepherd, it takes us also to the book of John where Jesus said, "'I am the good shepherd.'" And the good shepherd takes care of his sheep, he loves his sheep, he knows his sheep and his sheep respond to him. And in fact, the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus says, you know, a hired hand won't do that. A hired hand when the wolves come and when the predators come and when the sheep are in danger, and the shepherd senses, the, the, the hired shepherd senses that they might too be in danger, they'll, they'll flee and they'll leave the sheep to their own devices. But because the sheep belong to me, Jesus says, and I am the good shepherd, I will lay down my life for my sheep. And the reality, of course, is that as followers of Jesus Christ, just as we remove, pardon me, just as we come out of Easter and are living in that time where we're looking forward to Pentecost and the coming of the Holy Spirit, we have been reminded just how much our Lord loves us again. Jesus gave his life for us. The Good Shepherd laid down his life for the sheep. And the sheep are you and I and, in fact, all the world. And he invites the sheep to respond to him and to love him just as he loves them. And so we have to begin with Jesus when we see this picture. The Lord is our shepherd. And then we have everything we need. I guess my question to you today is, what do you think you need today? You know, I think in life, there are a lot of things that the world tells us we need. In fact, you know, you turn on the television, you listen to the radio, you read uh, the internet or a a paper, online paper, and uh, you are bombarded with things that the world tells you that you need. A lot of it has to do with just the the comforts of life and uh, some of the pleasures of life, some of the things that everyone else has, therefore you should be able to have those things too. And the world even says, you know, you deserve this. Uh, you've been a good person or whatever, you've worked hard, you deserve this. Well, you know what, there might be a little bit of truth to the fact that you've worked hard and you're able to earn some things, even though all that comes from the Lord. But what the psalm says is this, if you take all that away and it's just me and the Lord, if I have the Lord, if the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. To me, that paints the picture, uh, this pastoral picture of a shepherd out in the fields uh, with his sheep. And the sheep have the grass and they they have the field and they have the sky, uh, and they might have a stream nearby, a water source, but more than anything else, they have their shepherd. And because they have their shepherd, they can lie down in this beautiful green pasture that he has led them to. When sheep lie down, they're content and they're living in safety. Uh, He leads them beside a brook and, and waters them. And as as someone who is with the master, my shepherd, uh, I can lie down in a green pasture. I can be led beside not a raging river that I might drown in, but quiet water, where I can put my head in and, and lap up the nourishment that the water provides. The shepherd takes care of me in such a beautiful way. I think I've mentioned to you before, but in my younger years, when I lived in the interior of BC, some friends of ours, the Moliettes, Luke Moliettes, parents and Luke himself uh, had a large, large sheep farm uh, way up in the mountains, north of Kamloops. And in the summertime, the sheep would go up into the high country and the shepherds would care for them. And the shepherds had to battle every day, the predators that live in the mountains of BC, bears and wolves and and cougars and, and other things that would prey on these pretty much helpless sheep. And I remember a time in particular, a friend and I were hunting. It was early season in the fall. and The sheep hadn't come down into the low country yet. And we were waiting literally uh, at waist level through two and a half thousand sheep that were all gathered together. Uh, and as we got to the middle of the... Uh, of, of, of the flock. Uh, in the middle was this covered wagon with a smokestack coming out the back of it where there was a, a, a wood fire and that was the, the stovepipe coming out of the wagon. Uh, and because we'd walked into the sheep and uh, the fellow I was with was a former shepherd for the Morliettes, uh we walked in and the shepherd didn't know we were there until we were pretty close. He was in the wagon, but when he heard the sheep rustling a bit and he got out and he saw us, the first thing that he, he did was he challenged us, what are you doing amongst my sheep? And then he recognized uh, my friend, Barkley, and Barkley introduced me and it was, it was, it was fine. We had a wonderful visit and uh, stayed with him for a couple of hours. Uh, but the shepherd was there protecting his sheep. He was guarding them. Uh, he had them in a meadow where they were surrounded by safety. He had the sheepdogs out on the perimeter guarding against the wolves. And in the center was the shepherd caring for the sheep, making sure that everything was okay. Now, what is your picture of God today? Is your picture of God uh, the picture of that good shepherd that cares for you, that leads you, that guides you, that allows you to bed down at night in complete and utter security because you're his and he is yours. You know, as we go on a little farther in the psalm, it says this. It says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or the deepest, darkest valley, I will not be afraid because you are with me. And then it says something interesting. It says your rod and your staff, they comfort me. They comfort me. Let me ask you again, what are you facing today? In the midst of whatever you're facing, are you experiencing the comfort of the shepherd? I find it uh, interesting that the psalmist doesn't say because you are with me i am completely safe and nothing terrible is ever going to happen to me he doesn't say that he says because you are with me i will not be afraid and your rod and their staff they will comfort me i think it's important that we understand that yes in life we will have trouble jesus actually said in this life you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome the world And so in this life, we will have trouble. You may be facing trouble today. You may be facing an illness. You may be facing a a relationship situation that needs the shepherd's mending. You may be facing financial difficulty. You may be facing some problems that, uh, that no one else knows about, but only you and the shepherd. And the shepherd promises that in your issues, in your problems, in your concerns, in your situation, he will comfort you. You may not even get out of things alive. You may you may be having a, an issue with it with a disease that will take your life. But in the midst of your life being taken here on this earth, the Shepherd promises that you will receive His comfort. And that takes me to the New Testament as well, where we are told to pray and and to rely on God in all things. And the peace of God that transcends our understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Jesus Christ. It harkens me back to the Shepherd providing comfort. I trust that you are experiencing the comfort of God today. You know, when Kimberly and I left uh, the Cowichan Valley and we returned to Alberta, it's wonderful to be back here, to be close to uh, to friends and to family that we've had before. Um, I gotta tell you, it was not so great. It was kind of fun for a day, but it wasn't so great about ten days ago when I had knee deep snow that I was running Bruce through, sorry Basil through. Basil was having a great time leaping through the snow, but in the last week of April, not so much for me. Uh, I hope that puts a smile on your face. But uh, in the midst of all that, too, you know, changing and going to new things, leaving old things behind and relying on the Lord for whatever he will bring to us, um, it requires his comfort. It requires a trust that the shepherd will take care of everything. And can I just uh, assure you that in my life, in Kimberly's life, in our life together, the shepherd is taking care of us. He's taking care of us in a wonderful way. As I said before, we miss you and we love you and we look forward to seeing you again. Uh, but while we're here and you're there, uh, I know that the shepherd is caring for you just as he's caring for me. And so, my prayer today as I finish is that you will experience his comfort, his comfort and his blessing. The psalmist ends by saying, You know, surely goodness and loving kindness will be something that you pursue for me the rest of my days. And when my days in this life are over, You will continue to pursue it for me by bringing me home to be with you. I will dwell in the house of God forever. If you have not met Jesus Christ personally, you can uh, have an answer uh, to, you can actually have an assurance, pardon me, of dwelling in the house of God forever by simply saying, Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life. I invite you to be my good shepherd. I need you. I need you to be my shepherd and so will you come in and in in guiding me, I know that your forgiveness will be enough for me, that my sins are forgiven, that my life is now uh, in your hands, that I'm a part of your flock and that you will lead me through all of my days on this earth and then I will dwell in your house forever. It's as simple as inviting Jesus in and giving your life over to him and becoming a sheep and letting him be your shepherd. I pray that all of you that are listening today know that reality as I do and as millions of others, of course, do. Well, listen, the Lord bless you. Let me pray with you now uh, as we get on with our day. Uh, Father God, Lord Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, thank you so much for this time together. Thank you that I could talk to my dear friends, uh, my brothers and sisters whom I love so much. But more than that, thank you that you are with us. You guide us, you lead us, you comfort us. You give us everything we need for this life. And you promise us the next life will be spent with you forever. God, I pray that that would encourage us and would give us the strength to carry on today in this world in which you placed us. In Jesus, we thank you. Amen. God bless you. Hope to see you again soon.